This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our commercials. You may have seen one there on TV occasionally. And speaking of motorcycle insurance rates, did you know that our basic motorcycle policies start at just $75 a year? And speaking of speaking of insurance, I just love... And this is how that same commercial sounds on your motorcycle. Yeah, everything's better on a bike. Progressive keeps you on yours. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Welcome, welcome to the inaugural edition of the Ride in the Pine podcast here with Hondo. I'm here with Guy. Guy, say, say what's up. What's up? <laughs> All right, man. We are just getting started. So we kicked off the Ride in the Pine podcast last year, but we got into some pretty crazy playoffs and kind of got a little bit too involved with basketball and then didn't find yourself recording. So we decided to come back after the season and really just get started and move forward throughout the entire season. We're going to go all year long now. And we're just going to we're going to start off. We're going to start this podcast off kind of not even really about us. We're we're just going to talk about the the state of the NBA right now. For sure. And it it is insane. I mean, where where do we even begin? We we have to begin at the top. Yeah, we we have to begin at the top. Sure, so, sure. what I guess well, let's let's give a little intro in in terms of what's happening just as part of the NBA. So there's there's a new television deal. Who's it through? Is it a CBS? ESPN ESPN deal? Yep. So it's was it twenty four billion dollars? Um, probably something something like that. <laughs> An insane amount of money. I can't count to that number. That <laughs> amount of money. But we'll we'll confirm that. Research will be on that. Right. Um, but we got we got the entire NBA kind of just going after players, and it 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 has been insane. I mean, unprecedented amount of movement. Yeah. So we're I mean we're looking at just all stars we thought would never move. Like I I I recall back to last season, and it's it's so paled in comparison to what's yeah. happened within the first six days of this this free agency. Just incredible. That's insane. What you just said right there. Six days, and we've had all of this. <laughs> Just absolutely insane. So, so let's start off the, from the top. Yeah. Obviously, Durant's movement changes the direction of the league. We're just going to go ahead and say July 4th. It's now Kevin Durant Day. It's, it's Kevin it, Durant it, Day. We've changed it. In, Independence Day, you've been revoked. It goes, goes to Kevin Durant's... It was all about Will Smith. <laughs> And I'm just saying, well, Kevin Durant got his base god on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so Kevin Durant adds to a pretty lethal lineup for uh, for the Warriors. Now, 
so because we get we get Curry, we get Thompson, we get Green, we get Durant. Who's who's five? Um, Zaza Pachulia. You got Zaza Pachulia coming in. Or David in. West. You got David West coming in. I mean, it's just it's incredible. It's like people just want to it's win insane, yeah. with this team, so they're just like they're ring hunting. This is well, this is really weird, but we have never seen an MVP team up with an MVP. Yeah, Curry and Durant are M- the last MVPs so of, you, a, of you the NBA. So you arguably have probably so you have probably the the best player with Hold the on. third best player. You have to we have to phrase it differently. Okay. You have the best shooter, the best shooter, the okay. best scorer in Durant. Yes, and the best like or I would say the best playmaker. Yes, in Durant. Yes, and the best shooter in Curry and yes. the best scorer in Clay Thompson. Like. It just seems oh my God. like unnatural. You, the thirty-seven point quarter is and, on this team, and then you add all player, the damn right? triple doubles in from Green. From Green, it's just like and, and then you me like, into yeah. the fifth line, fifth spot, and they still win seventy-five oh my God. games. It's just, it's just absolutely incredible. So, and they've retained Andrea Iguodala, uh, Sean Livingston. I think they still have Ian Clark. Um, Zaza Pachulia and yeah. uh, David West is like meaningful. These are this is a this meaningful is, depth. This is incredible. It's so just, it's it's so crazy how the seasons led up to this moment. Yeah. Like the CBA was coming. Yep. Deals were announced like previous to the CBA being announced. Yeah. Curry got drafted by the Warriors. Thompson got drafted by the Warriors. Green got drafted by the Warriors. <laughs> they built all this assets with the new CBA coming. Curry got underpaid with the contract leading into the new CBA. Yeah. Then they have all this room to get a freaking Durant. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and it's also kind of a, a weird, like, dichotomy because they won without Durant. Yeah. They lost, almost lost to Durant. Yeah. Like, Durant yeah, was that yeah. close. It's, it's, he's, he's that close. He's 48 and, minutes away. Yeah, exactly. And then they couldn't get over the hump of Cleveland at full strength when they went through a full season without resting, really. Yeah. And and some hard series with the Spurs, or with, uh, you know, with the OKC, OKC and, yeah. um, you know, amongst others. Yeah. Where kind of Cleveland kind of coasted for the postseason. Yeah. So Golden State came out of the season. What are we going to do now? How are we going to yeah. up our game? Can we trust Curry's ankles? Can we trust the health? Yeah. Bogut's always injured. Yeah. How can we move forward? Yeah. They move forward. They they, they move forward. I mean, it's remarkable. They, I think the odds in Vegas are now four to five. They're not even one to one that yeah. they that they win the championship next yeah. year. That's so incredible. Yeah. I think Cleveland is three to one, yeah. and then I think you start to drop to reality numbers at like eight to one or something. For sure, like for that. sure. Just insanity. Four to five. All right, so we start off with Durant. Obviously, that's that is the huge movement. Right. We got to go to we got to go to Der, uh, Derek Rose. Derek yeah. Rose going to the Knicks. That's a huge. That's just huge movement, just yeah. in terms of what it means to what Bulls means- fans, what it means to New York. Even if he's not the same Derrick Rose that he was, it's a it. He's a he's now a power player in, for for the Knicks, and yeah. it's, he's trying to get the Knicks back in the right spot. Now, what it feels like to me is the classic Knicks mistake, and it's a classic Knicks mistake of taking somebody too late in their career. Oh, that. That's maybe not. He's right been kind of 
unfortunately plagued with injuries. Yes. And it's a gamble. It's like a Brandon Roy out of retirement and gamble. It's a, you know, <laughs> like let's take a chance on uh, Shaq at 33 yeah. in, in, or 35 in, in uh, Boston, you know, like yeah. the Shaktus. Shaktus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a chance. Yeah. But there's a chance that he can be really good with Carmelo leading the way with Porzingis. There's so much depth. Yeah, if, I mean, if he, if he can help a player like Porzingis, with Noah, he's reuniting with Noah in New York. I, this, this and here's team, the here's the best part of it. Yeah, he's had this like weird like hometown hero um, straw power struggle like within the organization that's probably fault fault run in a really weird manner. Yeah. He gets to restart his whole career. He yeah. gets to determine how his career ends yeah. or peaks, potentially. Sure. He goes back to his Memphis numbers in 25. There, there it is. He's like reborn. Yeah. It's like Derrick Rose reborn. So, okay. So, you know, let, let, let's talk. So, even if he's reborn, so what does the starting five Knicks lineup look like now? So, it's Rose. Yep. Um, it's Rose, it's Carmelo, mm-hmm. it's Porzingis, it's... Noah. Noah. Who's five? Aaron Aflalo? Is it a? Fl- I thought Aflalo was traded. Okay. So. Sorry, man. Well, well, we're going to have to go to There's research. There's so much movement. Aflalo went to uh, Sacramento. Yeah. So. Maybe Courtney Lee? Oh, Courtney Lee. Yeah, Courtney Lee was picked up. Okay. Was picked up, so... Um, but that makes the Knicks interesting. It also makes the Knicks potential playoff contenders again. I mean, until until you know the ball gets thrown in the air, we don't really know. We're just speculating, but yeah. they look really nice, just as what was yeah. and what could have been in Chicago. Yeah, you know, and kind of and the pieces are are coming together. You never you never know if it will actually come together. It's the Knicks; they can still disappoint you, but they on paper yeah. on paper it's it, it's potentially there. Do you remember those Denver teams with Carmelo? Yes. Like they were pretty lethal. They would always get swept, but yeah. they were lethal and then they had that one season with Allen Iverson. Yes. And it was like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's getting back to that point with yeah. Derrick Rose. Yeah. In my in my in my opinion. Yeah. It's going to like it's going to be such a huge boon for Carmelo now. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to be this volume scorer. Or shooter, he has re- he has reliable you know depth on his team now. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I I, I like it. I like yeah, it. I, I like it. what it does. I I respect I respect the Knicks franchise. I respect what the Knicks mean in basketball history and sure. basketball lore. What they've gone so, through in the past two and, decades. Oh my god, it's just like terrible. Their best team. I, yeah, we're going to reserve that for a whole episode because their best team was like an Allen Houston, Latrell Sprewell of like late nineties. So it's been 15, 20 years. You know, it's like it's been a while. Pretty wild for them. I want to move on to the next player that has really kind of is shaking things up, and that's uh, Pau Gasol moving over to the Spurs. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy about this is that it basically says this is Jimmy Butler's team and Jimmy Butler's team alone. (laughs) Like the Bulls have revamped with Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy buckets. I think he's the right guy. I think he's he's got the assets, and I think that players well, want to come around him. And well, and I think that we're – I mean, I'm going to jump forward a little bit on my list, but we yeah. already got players like – well, so let's finish off the Spurs, and then we'll go into the full Bulls yeah. kind of lineup here. But Powell going to the Spurs, Powell only helps to improve the Spurs' already kind of winning prowess. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, you know – 
point counterpoint. Like you make a move, we make a move. Yeah. Like you zig, we zag, kind of thing. Yeah. And so you still got what Kawhi. An amazing... You still got Kawhi. You got LMA. You got yeah. Powell. You got uh, Ginobili said he's coming back. Yep. So um, and then Danny Green. You got Tony yeah. Parker. You got. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, they're loaded. Yeah, they're, they're loaded. They're, they're, it's it's so funny. They're, it's like Vera seventy when they got Dejounte Murray too. He was one of the best point guards in the country. Okay, and they picked him up last pick of the like the draft. Like, okay. fucking a man. <laughs> there it is. It's, it's Spurs doing their Spursy magic. All right, so we we move we move from Powell on. Like to he's he's the successor to Tony Parker. It's gonna be so amazing to watch the Spurs continue. Okay. I'm going to move from Powell to Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes is a fallout from this, you know, from the casualty. He's war. his own demise, though. Like, he shot himself out of a championship team. <laughs> he was so terrible to watch in the finals. It it's like, almost like he knew it was written in the cards. Like, he knew he was out. But he ended up with, like, a $94 million contract. He is, like, he is doing fine, but he's on Dallas, and I. I think Dallas makes the playoffs just because of how bad the bottom of the West is. Right. But uh, I, so I, I would not want to play for Dallas right now. So I have a theory. Sometimes you make like um, offers yeah. to push other people's buttons and like yeah. to make them counter-offer and then screw themselves over. Remember when the Timberwolves um, had an offer for Eric Bledsoe for the max? Eric and, Bledsoe? And then they, they and then countered, and countered and kept him. Yeah. So I feel like Dallas did this to pitch Golden State's hand. And then, okay, then I guess they just take a chance. I guess they just take a chance. So they kind of maybe knew that Par- Par- uh, Chandler Parsons was already out the door. <laughs> I just feel like it's going to backfire on Dallas, and I don't think they have. I don't have the thing they have the tools to compete this year. No, I I think I think Dallas. I think Dallas at best is is a six if things are really working for them. But I I don't think they're. Well, it's completely heavily relied on um, Harrison Barnes, and that's if that's who you're relying on. (laughs) It's kind of hard to kind of see the future for that team, and I mean they have an amazing. Um, you know, character and they an got owner. Seth Curry. They got, they got Seth Curry. Curry. They can they, they can, can learn from within. <laughs> they can penetrate the family. Uh, okay, M- moving on from Harrison Barnes because I don't like talking about Harrison Barnes. Yeah. The um, moving over to Rondo. Rondo joins Jimmy's squad over over in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, as we're talking right now yeah. live, there's been another deal too, and we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Like, fucking. NBA changing move, but um, first Rondo goes to the Bulls, and I like this move because they didn't have a point guard when Rose left. They had Jose Calderon, and uh, no, no, that cannot work. Jose Calderon is just not. Going He's washed up, and um, Rondo in Sacramento was like a mismatch. As much as it looked like a great fit, yeah, it was such a mismatch. Um, the culture was wrong. The coaching was wrong. Everything was like just off-putting, yeah. and like that puts that turns off Rondo. Like in yeah. his peak of his in his, this probably his final contract as an NBA player. He's thirty plus years old yeah. now. You know he wants to go out with something. He wants to stand up for what he was. You know in yeah. Boston. Yep. This is a good move. This is his final, probably his final team. Yeah. But I, and I what a great playmaker he is, and to give Jimmy all the space, and then you know, there's so much, there's so much flexibility with the one, two, three now with this other player that joined. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And so, as of right now, Dwayne Wade has also joined the Bulls. Dwayne Wade, Jimmy Butler, Rajon Rondo, incredible. It, that, I mean, just the deep dish work, man. <laughs> deep dish work. There's there's so many assists going on. Like I just I don't even understand. It's blowing my mind already. Yeah, it's so, like the, the be- big beneficiaries are like Nikola Mirotic. It's like yeah, they're um, Mirotic scores like thirty points a game now. <laughs> yeah, I mean because there's so many playmakers on their team. Yeah, and Mirotic just needs to sit there. I, I love it. I, I love it. I love and they it. have um. Bobby Portis do all their the 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 grunt work. It's yeah. like it's gonna be a fun team to watch, and it's kind of like reinvigorating the East, where it was kind of yeah. just Cleveland and others. It's still yeah. kind of Cleveland and others, but so it's a, a revitalized Chicago. East. I mean, as we speak, do we have Chicago looking at it? I mean, we potentially have Chicago in a like two, three, four scenario again. Um, I don't know what their depth looks like because there's been a lot of movement. Um. I know they've had to let go of some people like Jose Calderon yeah. and uh, Mike Dunleavy and other people that have yeah. just happened. It's literally just happened. So I don't know their depth. Um, they lost Noah. Like, yeah, that's big. Of course, of course. They lost their kind of identity in a way. Sure. But but they re, they've, like, retooled really quickly. Everyone wants to win. You can see it. There's going to be a lot of energy with Chicago. I have high hopes for them. I don't want to say contender yet. Okay. All right, I mean, it's it's too damn early to pick any contenders. But it's also Wade, you know, like injury prone Wade, at yeah, a, at an insane two year, forty eight million con- yeah. year contract. But if you got Jimmy and Wade going off, you got Rondo with just just adding some points, but adding just a super amount of dishes in there. Like this team is going to win games. It's gonna it's going to win games. They need to find that bench depth, and then it's going to happen. All right, I. We're get, we're gonna move on past the Bulls. We, we're gonna we're inevitably going to be talking about the Bulls a lot more as we get into this off season. For sure. Um, let's talk about Houston. Houston. Houston still kind of finds itself in a pretty interesting area. But I want to talk about a couple of players that have emerged on Houston's lineup recently. First is Eric Gordon, and the second is Ryan Anderson. Yeah. So. So, so it's like, like Nola, yeah, Nola Rockets. <laughs> it's the Nola Rockets. <laughs> it's the Houston Pelicans. Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> it's the, the <laughs> it's so Pelicans. weird because Dwight Howard is not on that team anymore. Yeah. Um. It's, it's just such a strange team now. Yeah. Well, okay. I actually kept I I kept Howard off my list inadvertently, but yeah. So let's talk about Houston first, and then we'll then we'll go. Well, to I mean, it's this Harden's team. It's Harden's yeah. way, really, because. But do do these guys add depth to him? Are they going to play well with him? Like, what? Well, is is Houston going to do anything? To me, it seems. Who did Houston have as a shooter? They had Corey Brewer, Trevor Ariza, they had Patrick Beverly, they had um, gosh, they had Sam Decker, who was uh, a D leaguer, you know. So like, yeah. they didn't have anyone. Mm-hmm. Now they have Eric Gordon, who has never done anything in the NBA since he's been <laughs> in the NBA. You know, course, like he's just course. been injured his entire time. So it's a reliable shooter or um, unreliable shooter, but he's a shooter nonetheless. <laughs> unreliable shooter, of course. But then they have Ryan Anderson, who's another, you know, unreliable shooter because he's been injured too. Yeah. He's had like year off surgery. If he can play though. He, if he can and Ryan Anderson's a beast. He's like a poor man's Kevin Love and or or a millennial Kevin Love. A millennial Kevin Love. Fair. Looking for the new best thing. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I think there's some nice uh, potential, but I don't think 
there's enough depth because I don't see their front court doing anything. Yeah. Um, if they're relying on people like uh, you know Terrence Jones and John, um, Demo and I don't know who they have even. Um, it's not going to get done. I, I, I would like to see who they have. Maybe Nene joined them? N- Nene was on the move. I think Nene joined them. And Nene on the Rockets could be pretty cool. But um, we'll, we'll have to check and uh, verify. Yeah. But just say... Yeah, Nene, the West is- Nene did join the Rockets, according to my... According to my to list. my sources, <laughs> according to my sources, which is me, I said, and uh, I, I, it's also in my do people care section. So um, <laughs> no one cares. I'm saying like the West is so the West has already been won. Yes, so it's like how do you continue to push the idea of your team being relevant? Sure. Or how do you convince your momentum to be peaking after? Golden State and the Spurs, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how do you push that? It's so fascinating. It's re- remarkable. All this player movement has happened, and we haven't even gone through all of it. No, no, we we got some. We got some. There's more. There's Serge Ibaka went to the Orlando Magic in a trade on draft day. Serge Ibaka, yeah, on the Magic. That's insane. Goes to the Magic. I mean, let's talk about. I mean, we got Al Horford going going to Boston. We got Aaron Ofalo going to Sacramento. Dwight Howard went to Atlanta. <laughs> we have Bismack Biombo going. To Orlando from from Toronto, signing a huge deal. So they have Biombo and Biombo's father in Ibaka <laughs> on or in Orlando. They have they have you know Alfred you know Weekend Peyton. And Aaron Gordon should be the slam dunk champion. Wasn't the slam dunk champion because Zach Levine is a slam dunk champion. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like okay, it's a weird team with an amazing coach and Frank Vogel. Yeah. I think, I think that they're, they're also, also in the mix for the playoffs. I, I, I like it. I like it. I th- and I like Biombo maximizing his deal. He Biombo Biombo brought up his street cred with what happened in the playoffs. He this guy can play. Would, Would you say, say that Biombo went Biondo? Oh my! I'm not ever saying that. But that's <laughs> I. I was not a Biombo fan last year, but after watching the playoffs, we didn't this, know who he was. Well, I had watched him play in uh, in, in Charlotte, Charlotte, and he was awful. Yeah, um, but no, he's come into his own. I think he can help Orlando. Um, I don't really want to talk about a, a Flalo. I don't really care about that right yeah, now. Yeah, neither do I. Um, but Al Horford to Boston, I, I think he adds a lot of depth. I think he adds. I mean, yeah. Boston's already a good pretty good team already yeah. in the mix with the hodgepodge of guards and like tweeners they yeah. made the playoffs as a really high seed yeah. and a very competitive you know couple series but you add a big guy in there who can and now you add a reliable big back big, big, big guy in there who can shoot the three even like it's gonna be great and here's the other f- kicker yeah um didn't they sign jalen didn't they draft jalen brown the third pick in the in the draft they did didn't don't they have more picks coming on the way next year with brooklyn they, they did they have so many assets to move around potentially for max moneyed players oh my God. there could be some weird things happening in the season like some like demarcus cousins style move you know or kevin love to boston move or like some really interesting play and um you know, they weren't the sweepstakes. They weren't the Kevin Durant sweepstakes winner, even though they tried to wine and dine him. Yeah. But they're a good enough team already, and they have all, they added Al, Al Horford. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great because 
they just are so much more reliable. They had to rely on like Kelly Olynyk and you, you know, know. You know what I blame for this whole move? I I blame the Atlanta fans. I blame the Atlanta fans because I'm reading, I'm reading about Horford about why Horford wanted to move, and he's like, I never saw fans in the stands, and he's like, and they had like eighty nine percent sellout, so that's not yeah. entirely accurate, but. He was just like, I just saw empty seats. And, like, <laughs> when I went to Boston, people just love basketball there. And yeah. Like, they and do. That's true. They do. Like, you're playing for one of the storied franchises yeah. in the league. And that's where a player of Horford's caliber belongs. And I, I love it. I, I love it. I, 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 I want to see. Now Horford succeed. I, I do want to see him yeah. succeed. And I think he can bring a. I think Boston is going to be in the running for a championship, but. They have to compete against these super teams. So, <laughs> I think there's still one player away, but I definitely think with Brad Stevens at the helm and Isaiah Thomas and yeah. you know Jake Crowder, and yeah, it just seems they great. Got a, they, they got a lot of hustle. They got a, a lot, lot of hustle. Of Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart, <laughs> and um, they, have, they have they have some few shooters. And Jalen Brown, who the hell is he going to be? You yeah. know, he, he looks, looks like a great pick. pick. Yeah, not maybe at three, but he was a great pick. We'll see what he becomes. Yeah, of course. And they have a lot of, you know, do the dirty work players too, so it'll be fun. All right, well, we're going to keep going through. We got a couple guys, a couple other guys that have been on the move and a couple guys that have, well, then we have some re-signing guys, some unknowns we need to get into here. Sure. Um, okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. We are back. We are back here on Riding the Pine. I'm Hondo. We're back and we're talking about free agency and the massive amount of movements going on in this year's NBA. Just incredible. So we've gone through a number of players, a lot of high impact players like Durant and everyone, but there's a couple other players and some big re-signs. And then we're going to go through a couple of ring-chasing veterans with some interesting updates here. Hondo, got some breaking news for you. Okay. Just Ray Allen. Okay. Ray Allen is back. Ray Allen is back and going go to through. Golden State Warriors. Oh my god. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Ray Allen Ray Allen is chasing another championship. We just talked about their depth and they are even deeper. He Ray, doesn't even need to play. Ray, Ray Allen it's is like the like threat of number, Ray Allen number is going to eight or you know the number threat of Ray Allen is going to make them a first seed. Like they're not going to lose a game. That's just crazy. I, I predicted seventy eight off the bat, but with with these, I'm like, if they go short of eighty, I'm going to be surprised. If they lose to the Lakers this year, I, I'm like, they might lose a game against Cleveland, and somebody like somebody like just. You know, like sucker a, punches them to win a game. You know, right, it's just yeah. it's it's like one you don't expect in terms of like sweat. like the Jazz or the oh, yeah. you know the Nuggets. The Nuggets just like oh the Nuggets come Timberwolves. out and play the game of their lives against them or something like that. It's it's incredible. So I mean, but we have Ray we have Ray Allen going to the Warriors. We have Ginobili coming back to yeah, to great. chase another ring with the Spurs. So. Yeah. I, I like what these guys are doing. They're, yeah, they're, it's like, they're coming they're, back for the right, but they're coming back to win basketball games. Yeah. They don't care about the money. Because Ray Allen is not going, he's not, he can't go to the Warriors for money. You know, he's, go, it's, he's it's going, it's league minimum. For a ring. It's vet minimum. Yeah. It's like 1.5 million. 
but but that's but that's what I that's what I love of yeah. basketball players that that love to play this. They game. They want to chase their legacy. They, they want to yeah. catch what, what they, they can become. But the, but they're doing it for the game. Yeah, in the, in the midst of this insanity that is this financial system of the NBA, these guys are doing it to win a ring and to you know to chase like exactly like you said chase their legacy, yeah. put themselves in the history books. Hondo, man, like when the new CBA came out, I was like, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. An absolute disaster. It could be one of the greatest things that's happened to the NBA. I, I think the resurgence in popularity after this season, what we're going to see with the super teams, what we're going to see with just people reinvigorated about the action and the movement and the speculation in the NBA is going to bring the NBA back to its – semi-glory days it's not sedentary anymore it's not like sitting pat and waiting and tanking it's like we got to make moves because we have the flexibility we have the you know and all all the ability in the world to make moves yeah and we're going to talk about more moves we're going to talk about more moves on another podcast about what what's going to happen in 2017 but let's let's not get into that there's far too much to get into of this year's picks so i want to i want to go back to my list of ring chasers Uh, well Beyond the beyond the ring chasers, just go back to some of the other actives that are kind of still in play. There, now there were there were some really great moves, but there were some uh, there were some average moves here. Well, Dang decides to go to the Lakers. Yeah, I don't understand. I feel like this is just money. It's not like he he cares. No, I think he just wanted. Is, the, is he looking for a bit in the movie or what? Hey, probably. You know, Space Jam Two is coming out. Maybe he wanted a, he wanted to be he wanted to be. Uh, Mike, I'll, right? I'll glad you. I'll gladly buy you a cider if Luel Deng ends <laughs> up, ends up in Space Jam too. Well, how kind. Okay. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about uh, a nice uh, clutch addition to the Wolves. Brandon Rush gets announced today. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like an underrated signing because it's all like under or underrated meaning like under the radar because um, he didn't really play a whole lot for Golden State. He got injured in a key moment in the season prior to their championship run. Yeah, or playoff run even. Um, He's like a career 40-point, 40% free th- three-point shooter. Um, he's kind of spectacular on defense, and he's a glue guy. Like, you put him in on the two or the three, he can play. And, you know, with the Timberwolves being kind of depth-hungry, uh, this is a great move, great yeah. signing. And I think it was like $6 million or $7 million or something like 3.5. that. 3.5. Huh? 3.5. Oh, I'm overstated. One of the cheapest it. deals. You know, we were talking about other moves. Yeah. We talked about the Lakers. Timothy Mozgov went to the Lakers. Yes, So yes. Timothy Mozgov, Luol Deng. Oh, my Like, kid. what is this mess? Yeah, I don't I don't. I don't the Lakers look so weird right now because they also have, like, what? Um, they still have... Uh, Hibbert. Oh, do they have Hibbert. Hibbert. They have, uh, they, um, they have all these. They have Swaggy some P. Some younger dude. They have Swaggy P. I, I, I tweeted out if Swaggy P leaves the Lakers, I, I'll, I'll, I'll commit to watching four Lakers games this year. He cheated on Izzy Azalea. Uh, that's, that's what's wrong. That's with him? really terrible, and it's for another episode. Um, but yeah, Lakers. I, I so D'Angelo, D'Angelo I, Russell, yeah. Julius Randle, Larry Nance, I just, and these I, other guys. I'm just not enthused. I'm, I'm really. They seem not really. Just like mixed, yeah. they seem like the Sacramento Kings of last season. You know, oh. really weird. Yuck. Anyways, keep going. Okay, so let's get Luke into a, uh, let's get into a couple of the big re-signings though. Mike Conley makes just goes the for a splash. massive deal. Yeah, a massive deal in Memphis. Is this a good or a bad thing for Memphis? This is kind of like a hedge move. Like 
they were about to be a bottom dweller team. Mm-hmm. If they didn't, if they lost Conley, they wouldn't have had an existence in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Conley is their is their team facilitator, scorer, you know, prowess on defense. Mm-hmm. Him and Gasol are the bread and butter, and Gasol and and Randolph, I guess, for that matter. But Conley's deal secures free agents to want to come. Conley's deal keeps the the dream alive for a new a few more years. Mm-hmm. It's a good time for Memphis to do this because who else are they going to sign? They're completely out of the idea of getting Durant. They're they're not yeah, going like to get like a Wade. You know, like, keep who they have. Yep. Because it's been working. Yeah. And they have a new coach in like the um, some Fisdale guy. I think his name is from Miami, and he's going to bring a new identity to this team. Okay. I think it's going to be great. And they got Chandler Parsons. Yeah. Gotta, so and as much as Parsons. and as you know, much as I don't really care too much about him, yeah. it's just depth, man. Like they were relying on Vince Carter and Matt Barnes and like oh, D leaguers for a long, long, long while. Ugh. Now they have you know re- somewhat reliable Yuck. scorer. I know, I yeah. agree. Matt Barnes, Yosh. I agree. Um, okay, a couple other big signing things. So DeRozan, DeRozan goes back to Toronto, which mm. I think max money, man. Yeah, but I th- I think that keeps Toronto in the running again next year. Uh, Deron Williams, Deron Williams is not the same player he was, but he he finds himself back in Dallas yeah. again. You know, we it's talk, good, you know when I talked t- a little bit about Dallas already. Yeah, I brought up that whole Brandon Roy or um, other examples of pitching money like from a guy out of retirement. Like Darren Williams, kind of laid his own bed. Yeah, he screwed over the Jazz so hard, yeah. causing drama because he wanted the fame, he wanted the glory. Yeah, he went to Brooklyn. Yeah, just ugh. and just destroyed that franchise. <laughs> he found some. He found some like pep in a step in the playoffs in with Dallas yeah. last season. But he's a nothing player, man. Yeah. Like, I just feel bad um, that he kind of went the Stefan Marbury route and kind of like wanted to chase you know <laughs> yeah. fame and didn't get it and. Really, kind of screwed over his leg. His uh, I'm saying legacy again, but it screwed over his legacy because he could have been like a top tier, you know, point guard yeah. in this league. Anyways, time flies. Remember when he was like amazing with Boozer? Like I, I do remember when so he was amazing, but he's he just kind of faded yeah. away. It's crazy. Um, an interesting uh, re-signing here. I was I was kind of following this uh, Jamal Crawford story out at, out for the Clippers. Now he is. He, I, I don't know what's. I think he's a casualty of the Durant mess. I think so, so too. like, I think so too. <laughs> he was. I don't know if they were going to originally offer him they as weren't. much money and or any any and bring him back, but I think he like he was of, looking at offers from Seventy Sixers or like other teams that could have offered him money. So why did I mean? Why did he decide to go back? Is it is it just well, they're they're competitive? I mean, he's. He he has performed well as like a sixth man, but couldn't he move up in kind of overall standing with a you know a team that needs some more depth? So you know, like yeah, maybe. I I, I would say this like that team has been brought up for years now. Like Rivers um, at the helm, yeah. Griffin, Paul, yeah. Crawford, Barnes. Like they had Barnes, you know, and they had um. You know, DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. They had all these, like, they had Bledsoe at one point. They had all these people, all this team that churned out some players. Yeah. And now they're left with just themselves. And it's like they've kept together as a huge family. Like, this team screams family. Yeah. JJ Redick, you know. It's like they couldn't leave each other because 
they were just so tight, so close. But they, you know, money kind of determined this. If Durant went to the Clippers, I think by circumstance, Cl- Crawford would not be on the Clippers. Yeah, because of money. I, I think that makes that makes perfect sense. And yeah, the money because he wants what he's worth. Definitely plays. I mean, I think then, he signed like a three-year, forty-two million dollar deal. I mean, and, and if they, they signed Durant, they wouldn't have had that. So, no. absolutely, they're not. paying max on multiple players right now. All right, I'm going to go through a little segment called "Do People Care?" First off, starting with Matt Barnes to the Kings. Do people care? Yes or no? <laughs> perfect answer. Ian Mahimi. Going to the Wizards. Do people care? <laughs> Courtney Lee to the Knicks. I, th- I actually think this is um, this is probably one of the bigger moves for them. Outside of what they already did, it gives them reliable three-point shooting. Derek Rose is not a three-point shooter. Yeah. Obviously, Joe Kim Noah is not a shooter at all. <laughs> Porzingis is like uh, uh, going into his second season, and he's probably not going to be playing too much perimeter. He's going to be playing a lot of in the post. And Carmelo can shoot the three, but he's a volume shooter from three. Yep. So this was a great signing for them. Yeah, it's them. All right, next player, Joe Johnson to the Jazz. Just kidding. That, you can't answer that positively. <laughs> I, I'm, it's so weird. Yeah, it's, it's just like a it's, wild move. It, it's, it's what are the Jazz move. doing? What are the Jazz doing? I don't know. I, I, think, I think it gives them like um, just playoff experience, a veteran presence for a team that's kind of just like, Kind of being groomed by their own, you know, tuition or own fruition. Yeah, I think that um, Joe Johnson and George Hill and you know, um, who else did they sign? They signed someone else that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the other person. So just like some depth, some yeah. some playoff depth, some experience, veterans. You know, their veteran was, I think, Gordon Hayward. So they, I'm glad they had oh my some. God. Gordon Hayward was the veteran. I mean, I think so. Oh, that's not good. So, I mean, they have a good team. I think they're going to be kind of a surprise team in the, in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think Joe Johnson does a whole lot for them. But it's basically like the end of the Russian Prokhorov era in Brooklyn. Yes. All these, the whole team got wiped out except for, like, you know, the the giant in Brook Lopez. Yeah. I mean, by the way, Thaddeus Young went to the Pacers. Like, it's going to be, it's just, they just, like, eradicated yeah. that team. Yeah. Just And they're paying, like, uh, a D-leaguer, $50 million, and Tyler Johnson. Tyler right? Johnson. So that that's one of the stories I want to touch on because just because of how crazy this offseason has been and what this new CBA means, um, what this new TV deal means, it means players like Tyler Johnson, who literally was playing for the Sioux Falls Sky Force 2014. He's injured in 2015 playing for Miami. This guy comes back and what is he making? Like sixty million, like yeah. a couple, like four year deal, sixty million. Yeah, four year, fifty million dollars. Four year, fifty million dollar deal. It's That's just like Whiteside. It's like Whiteside. Whiteside, Whiteside was injured. Whiteside guy, was yeah. a D leaguer type of player. Yeah. Then he made like nine hundred eighty thousand to a million yeah. this season. Yeah. And now he's made, he's maxed. Yeah. But but Whiteside but Whiteside had stats to put him in the running for sure. something like that. Tyler Johnson had a couple of games. He just shot a couple threes. A couple of games. He's not even playing like full minutes. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson is the epitome of rags to riches, like in the yeah. NBA. But I I like it, but I also hate it. I also like I hate how quickly because you got the you got the these you know these veteran superstars playing for one point five mil. You got Tyler Johnson playing for 
for four years, fifty mil. It's just if it, Tyler it Johnson is freaking mind. If Tyler Johnson's four years is is worth four years for fifty million dollars, what is Steph Curry worth? And Steph he's making Curry's fourteen million a year, which is the same amount as Tyler Johnson. Steph Curry is worth Steph Curry is worth like. Sixty million dollars a year. Steph Curry is making the same amount of money. It's, it's so it, wild. It's Steph Curry. Steph Curry. When Steph Curry resigns, and when when LeBron actually resigns, I mean, what are what is the what is the league max? What is I don't the, know. Like, the, is there a forty million dollar contract like for one year? I I mean, I think we could see that. I think we could. I mean, LeBron already is making a billion. A billion dollars in a shoe deal, but like, I he's gonna probably demand that. It's it's unbelievable. So it's like too much money. It's it's but it's okay. I mean, it's 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 like I don't really know how to comment on it. It's just no. It it's gonna have its downswing very soon. Are we? But we're gonna see a lockout or what? I think so. I think so. I think All it's right, going to be the re- reciprocal of what happened, yeah. where right, the players determine the lockout. I think it's going to be an owner's reciprocal. Well, let's go. Okay, let's let's kind of save the pros and cons of the CBA. Yeah, we'll, for another we'll time. save that for for another because we probably even need to study up on yeah, that. Yeah, for, for another podcast. Um, do we want to make? Okay, I want to go a little bit into speculations for next season because we, sure. there there is a massive speculation now with what happens with Russell Westbrook after the Durant maneuver. What could have been, right? Well, what could have been, but where does where does he go? He kind of has, he kind of has free reign depending on which teams have cap. But Harden went to Houston. Yep. Reggie Jackson went to Detroit. Yep. Ibaka went to Orlando. Yep. Durant went to Golden State. What are we missing? He's he's going Southwest. He's going. He's going Southwest. He's going Phoenix. He's going Phoenix. (laughs) Just by process of location. No, I there were some rumors about Minnesota early. There were some rumors of you know Boston or some other place. Yeah, you know, it's a good idea to move him right now and restart yeah. because he's gonna opt out. He's not gonna resign if he's not on a championship contending team, and he's gonna get max money. At, oh, I'm sorry, not Minnesota Lakers. Um, you know that was a big because yeah. UCLA and everything, but um. Dude, I don't know. I I I can't figure it out yet. I Lakers might be a good destination for him. I th- I think he could. I mean, he really could for like, help a lot of swings to come out to the Lakers. I think they're willing to trade like Russell. A lot of those young guys, they they'll unload Russell those Randall, young guys everywhere. So Jordan Crossan, like, like Clarkson. Yeah, I I can handle. I feel. I kind of feel for him. For for Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah, you find he finds himself in his brother. Know, he was probably the MVP. You know. Yeah. He was one of the MVPs of the league. Let, and let's talk about where he won't go. He's not going to go to Chicago. They don't need any more damn guards. So, like, they don't need any more all-star caliber guards. That's yeah. just – it's not going to happen there. He's uh, not going to Golden State either. Oh, wait. No. I actually don't know. That's not like – No, he's table. not going to Golden State. We're not doing that. We're not going to create a black hole in Golden State. Like, <laughs> just, like, completely blow the universe. A black hole sun. Uh, no. I, Boston – I think Boston's a potential like. Oh, man. He looked, he'd look good in green. You know, you saw those Kickstart commercials. Yeah. It's uh, just it's speculation. Um, I don't know. 
He can't go to Portland. He can't go to like any of the Northwest teams because that would just be weird in the same division. Yeah. Um, Western Conference, he could go to Dallas, and that would be interesting because of money. Yeah. Can just happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't see him to go. What if he paired? Up, I'm just gonna do oh. what if here. What if he paired up with Anthony Davis in New Orleans? Or what if what if he was moved and he got Davis to move? <laughs> Dude, I would love him in New Orleans. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Can we make that happen? Can, can we just call I, I some just, people? I just, can we tweet it out? Can you talk to a guy you know? I, I just, I'll talk to a guy. I'll talk to a guy. Yeah? Because... Because if we have Buddy Westbrook Hughes. lobbying to Anthony Davis, the NBA is back. Yeah. It is back in New Orleans. It is just incredible. We had a three-point shooter in with those guys. I'm like... Buddy Heald. They have him. They have Buddy Heald. Oh, my God. That oh team my is God. sad. So it, they're, they're sad. They're sad. It's just... It's incredible. So What an amazing idea. But they don't have any... They don't have. They have Solomon Hill. They don't have any trade assets outside of Anthony Davis and Buddy Hill. Just clear out the bench. Just clear just it out. NBA, make it happen. Remember when you rescinded the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers? Yes. Just sinned. Just make them go. Just make them go. Sinned. <laughs> just give give Oklahoma some money. And yeah. Like yeah, they're there. Right. We're we're gonna speculate about this trade all season until it until it actually. Happens. This is gonna be the drama with behind the game. Like it's just like where does Westbrook the, go? The, the right in the pine just what conspiracy theory pod. The, the conspiracy do? theories that happen uh, behind the Westbrook trade. So, um, okay, all right. Since we're we're kind of coming to the end of our first podcast, so what I want to do is I want to take predictions for top four, top four in the West, top four in the East, starting from the top. So let's let's start the West. Um, I think it's a given. Um. I'll throw in one wild card. I'll, okay. go, I'll go. I'll go. Golden State, San Antonio. I'll go. Memphis, Clippers. Wow! Wow! Okay. And then for you? Okay, I'm go. You gotta go. Gotta go. The Warriors going Spurs. I'm going Clippers, and I'm going Portland. I'm keeping cool. Memphis awesome. out of out of that mix. Yeah, this is top four. Yeah, this is this is just top four. I'm not. I can't go. We can't go top eight. There's too many players. To even we got to go through the full lineups yeah. before we can even get into something like that. So we're gonna do the same thing in the East. So Cleveland. Yep. Toronto. Okay. Boston. Indiana. Mm, mm, I like. I I do I do like that. I but I'm gonna change it up just a little bit. I'm gonna oh. go. I'm going to go Cleveland. I'm going to go Toronto. I'm going to bring the Pacers all the way up to three, and I'm going to come in with Boston at four. I'm going to come in with Boston at four. So I'm going to change mine. Oh, you're, you're changing it. You're, I'm going Cleveland, Toronto, Knicks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You heard Pacers. it here first. You heard it here first. If the Knicks go for three, he is sitting in, in, in the best seat in the house. He is sitting in the best seat in the house. He is sitting with Spike Lee, just applauding this. And Richard applauding Sherman. This. So, rolling craps. Just rolling craps. All right. So this has been this is our this is our first podcast. So we're yeah. going to be back next week. We're going to talk a little bit about the pros and cons of the new CBA. Talk about other player movement. Inevitably, there'll be more players moving this week. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, or you know, tweet at us at uh, how three and at how at Gidota. Yeah. And um, 
you know, we'll probably have, you know, more appropriated uh, Twitter handles for yep. our podcast. But, you know, this is a Ryan the Pine um, podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have... Okay. <laughs> this is Ryan the Pine podcast. This has been a Vencast Studios production. This is Pondo and Gee, and we're signing off. See you guys next week. Peace. This is Stacy on her motorcycle. What an incredible view! And this is Stacy off her motorcycle. Does this have sucralose in it? On her motorcycle. Oh, the wind in my hair! Off her motorcycle. Uh, it's pronounced etc., not etc. On. Woohoo! Yes! Off. No. You're better on your bike. And with basic policies starting at $75 a year, quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, the pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.